What's up, game heads? It's Monday, February 17th, 2020, and the new year is in full swing with Neo 2, Doom Eternal, Resident Evil 3, and Final Fantasy VII Remake still a month or so away. A lot of us are still enamored with the games that released at the end of last year. Mainly Call of Duty Season 2. Damn, is it good. Now we'll talk about it, the Bleeding Edge beta, a few listener email questions, and so much more in this episode of Glitch Therapy number 94. TJ, please take us to a time when Call of Duty wasn't so fucking good. What's up, mofos, and welcome to another juicy session of Glitch Therapy. As always, I'm your host, Ramondo Burnside, and with me, TJ Nicoletto, Jose Ochoa. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. What did I? Is, was that a question? No, yes, it was a question. <laughs> it's a question after, but you're fine. I asked the we question. question everything that you do, Jose. I do question yeah. life a lot. You ask the question, and the question gets the answer. Yep. To another yeah, question. Um. Yeah, right. Does my find a way? No. And I find a way? No. Yeah. No. But did it find a way with you? We changed it. I thought you said it was, uh, uh, this is the way. I do what I want. Fair enough. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Anywho, uh, it's good to be back again. I know we've been taking some breaks here and there, just trying to figure out some new audio um, methods of recording and just kind of playing with some things. So we've taken some weeks off here and there. Ben is not with us today. He's not uh, feeling so hot. So it's going to be a three-man crew uh, doing the damn thing, bringing it to you live and direct. Well, won't be so live. You'll get it in a couple of days. Live enough, I guess. Um, huh. Yeah, man. What you guys been doing, though? I've been playing some COD all freaking afternoon. So I feel like uh, getting back in there and killing some people. What y'all been doing? Like a COD piece? I mean, that's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not answering this. I'm not falling for your for your follies, man. I'm not going for your tricks today, TJ. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, fair enough. Um, so how, t- tell me, you're playing season two mm-hmm. of COD. Yeah. What is the biggest changes for this? Um, just like any other battle royale or you know online you know t- shooting game like and all the other ones like uh, Fortnite and whatnot. All they did was add some, they added some new maps. Uh, they added um, some old ones in there. What was it? Rust. Rust. And um, yeah, Rust was a good one from like Modern Warfare 2, I want to say. Oh, I hate that map I so much. Sure. Yeah, where you can climb up this up, up the, you know, the, um, the rusty little building. It's a small map. Yeah, um, it's another. So it's they added that. Yeah. They added that, and then they um they added more. They, they started a new battle pass, so there's a bunch of stuff in there, skins and a uh, new operator. They added Ghost from um, one of the previous Call of Duty games as an operator you can use. Uh, wasn't that the bad? That, that was the bad game, right? Um, Ghost wasn't bad. Oh, I don't think. No, this is. Yeah, I don't think it did very well. Ghost is from Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, I don't think Ghost was bad. Um, I thought I there recall. was a Modern, Wasn't there a Call of Duty Ghost? No, that's yeah. guy had a dog. that's Ghost. That's the it game. The character Ghost is from Modern Warfare Two, which everybody loved oh, that yeah. character. He has like a white okay. like like skull on his mask. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they he came about. Um, who else? What else? What else? New battle pass with a bunch of new stuff to unlock in there for like weapon mod uh, blueprints, uh, operator skins, all this other stuff. 
Um, God, what else did they put in there? They're trying out something new with the 2v2 tournament mode. So like the gunfight stuff. I did some of that mm-hmm. this morning too, where um, I got into that. So they have like a little tournament bracket. So it's 16 people. Uh, so eight teams on each side. And then just the tournament style, like, you know, Final Four, March Madness kind of style, just quick. You, you they'll do one like every so, I don't know, every like 20 minutes or something like that. This one pop up and you just register it for it by holding the button down. And then it puts you in there and you wait in the lobby for like maybe like anywhere from one to four minutes or so or something like that. And if you don't have a friend in your party already, it'll just match you with a random person who's looking for a person too. And then the two of you will go on a little tournament style, boom, where you got to win through those matches and then work your way to the final match. And the further you get, the more like um, epic shit you get as far as like stickers and blueprints and and skins and stuff. So it's kind of fun. I, I did it a couple of times, got to the finals and lost both times. Nice. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, Jose, you being a Call of Duty purist, do, do you like that mode? Um, the 2v2? No, I don't. I find it hard. <laughs> Surprise me. <laughs> it's not your, not your jam? <laughs> no, it's not my jam at all. It's, um, I prefer to do uh, hardcore uh, team deathmatch, all, all those gameplays for hardcore and some team deathmatch. But I, I can't, I, I'm not a good team player. That's it. <laughs> yeah I, I can attest to this um, typically jose will run off his own direction and not even call anything out doesn't talk to anybody just running around like oh the guy got me like where were you i was uh, always it's because he's a lone wolf you see <laughs> i was all the way in the other side of the map by the time you guys uh, got shot but yeah no um, somebody has to be that guy I don't yeah know. Hey, I, I help you out with my score streaks though, so don't don't hate on that. Hey man, I'm not hating. I'm just calling it out. <laughs> Saying, I'm calling it what it is. Yeah, okay? yeah. It's so well, fun though. It's fun. Um, now, yeah. When does the uh, didn't they leak? Or I thought I saw a news story where they had leaked a battle royale mode for for this. Is, is has anything else come from that yet? No confirmation that I'm aware of. I saw that okay. it leaked on on on, uh, on Twitter. Um, Jay Ray, was it Jay Ray or I can't remember who sent it to me, but yeah. Um, it's, it was a huge map. Dude was like aiming his gun. He's kind of looking on a, on a ledge and he's kind of like kind of aiming around and just kind of like just looking at everything. And the map looks huge. It's like it's like two or three times bigger than the map that was on Blops 4. And then um, the rumor is that you're going to be able to have up to 200 people in that map at one time. So I'm, I'm sorry. Like, instead of 100, they're doubling it, it sounds like, possibly. That's a lot. That's Holy ridiculous. I, I, I hope if yeah, they that, do that, then they should at least, the rewards should be better, more epic rewards, if that happens. Right. I mean, there wasn't really any rewards for, for, before for Battle Royale. I mean, you just, you won and you got XP and that was it, you know? Yeah, uh, but whatever. 200, that's, that's um, different. 200 is yeah. a lot. Right. So, I'd be I interested know. to see it. I'm, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if actual, like, Battle Royale has seen everything that we need to do. I mean, do we need another battle, battle Royale mode? No, we they added it to black to battlefield five. And I don't know anybody that plays it in battlefield five. Um, my I, kids I don't even play, play Fortnite anymore. Yeah. Gia loves playing Fortnite. Don't get me started on this, <laughs> but yeah, as far as, um, the one for battlefield, I had a couple of buddies who were pretty hardcore and who just, cause it was the more, the most realistic of all of them. 
Uh, yeah. But it sounds like that one has fallen off the wayside. People are still playing the Call of Duty one, which was good. It just felt a little, um, not for lack of better terms, it felt kind of cartoony a little bit as far as like how fast people ran and stimming yourselves and sliding really far and stuff. It's just a little less on the realistic side. So this could be a, a really good one if they, the, the sweet spot on this. Well, I hope so. I mean, I, the Call of Duty franchise, I think, really hit a new uh, a new high with this last Modern Warfare game. I mm-hmm. think that they went down the right path, um, and hopefully, you know, like I said, I'm I may not be the biggest fan of Battle Royale, but it, if they can pull it off and it's actually good, you know, cheers to those that team. Awesome work. Let's let's play some more. I mean, because I the single player in that game is is fantastic. The multiplayer that I I do play. Uh, it really is, you know, it, everything's tight with it, but I don't right. know. I, I'm not the biggest hardcore. I can't be an, uh, an authority on this one, but obviously you guys are. It's my, so far my favorite is Call of Duty next to Black Ops 4. I enjoyed Black Ops 4 and this one beat it. I have to agree with you. I have to agree with you, Jose. This is probably the best Call of Duty that I've played in years. Um, previous ones I would play a little bit just because it, just because it's Call of Duty. You know, everybody's going to play a little bit of it, te- um, sample it, if you will, and see where you, where you land on it. And you, sometimes you bounce off, sometimes you come back a little bit here and there. This is one I've been playing consistently. I did the uh, season one pretty much almost to the end of the season pa- of the battle pass. And this one, I'm, um, I've been in there pretty hardcore since they dropped that last week. So. Yeah, yeah, man, it's, it makes, it's good stuff. So yeah. it makes we'll see me where it goes. hope that um, this year they won't drop a Call of Duty game. Like apparently they're supposed to be though. Which it's sucks. always this, but hopefully not. There's always one not. in the chamber. I hope you they know don't. that. I know. Then you just put a battle royale mode and just continuously update it like like Fortnite and just let it be out there and done. I think they're worried about splitting their player base because they do that and they just consistently do just the battle royale mode. And they just update it every year, year after year, and just add new stuff, change the map. Half of your player base that plays like team deathmatch and all that stuff, and like you know the the PvP stuff on that side is going to be splintered and be over on the other side. So it's gonna—I don't know—I don't know how they're going to play that. They're going to have to package it with a game every year or something. I don't know. So we'll see. Life finds a way. Fair enough. Yeah, I love how I love how we. Yeah, there we go. I love how we just jumped right into games. We pulled a Jose and just uh, skipped over a whole area. It's fine. It's well, fine. It's one of those weeks though, where, you know, Nothing. I haven't been playing much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, well, let's so. just talk about what we've been playing and what we've been like watching. Just go around the horn and just do both, man. I mean, TJ's and yeah. have probably had the, the smallest list, I guess. Uh, why don't you just start us off, man? Like what are you watching any good movies or anything? Or just check anything out? Well, you know, I checked out Knives Out. If you not, have nice. not seen this movie, uh, go good. out and, and rent it, get it on Vudu, digital, whatever you do. VHS, have somebody email it to you. I don't know, whatever. You want to email it to me? It's, it's absolutely hilarious. I'll email it to you. Uh, I saw it in the theater. I took Abby to see it like the last one of the last weekends it was out. And I was pleasantly surprised. I kept on uh, referring to it to people when I was trying to get them to go see it as... Um, a modern day clue, basically, yes. it was you know what I mean. If you, if you don't know for the youngsters in the room, I'm gonna go ahead and look at you, Jose. If you don't yeah. know what clue is, like murder mystery fun, what that is, and I know what clue uh, yeah. is. Yeah, I know. You do? <laughs> yes, I played it a lot. You played, well, but did you? 
did you ever see the actual movie? They made a movie in like the, I wanted to say the early eighties where mid eighties. Yeah. At the time it was an all-star cast, but oh hell yeah. Probably nobody, you know, Tim Curry, baby. I I watched a family guy version of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking it up right now. Clue movie release. No. So while you look that up, I, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, Ryan Johnson, the director, obviously directed uh, The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. which, you know, was so divisive among people. But you get this guy in the good ensemble cast. I mean, he knows how to give everybody ample time, you know, and, and just mm-hmm. the just film wise. It was it was just so well done. Yeah, um, I did. I really I had no idea until the very last moment until they, you know, they really put piece everything together. It was really just so choice. And, uh, what's his name? Um, Chris Chris Evans, Evans. seeing Chris Evans, Chris Evans (laughs) is playing somebody, uh, he's a dick. And that's an asshole. (laughs) That's when I saw the trailer and I saw him going, eat shit, eat shit. (laughs) You can eat shit. You for sure can eat shit. And he's doing that. I was like, yeah, I gotta see that. That, That's sold for me in the trailer alone. I agree with you, TJ. I gave it two enthusiastic thumbs up. Definitely check it out if you like a good murder mystery. And it has a lot of humor in it, too. So it was real smart. It was really done in a smart way. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly. Something I want to check out as well, but I haven't had the time. Yeah, I think it's on digital now where you can buy it. But then I think for, to, for, to rent it digitally, I think it's like next week or something mm-hmm. like that. Another week or two. You yeah, I think it's it. only for purchase. I'm waiting on right. Jojo um, Rabbit. Yeah, I saw that might be coming. I thought that was coming too soon here. So I have that in cool. my queue. Uh, I also watched Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back or Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Okay, tell me about this. I, I was going to rent that the other night and I didn't get around to it. How is it? So if you're a fan, obviously, of any of Kevin Smith's movies, you're going to love it. Okay. I mean, okay. That, that's all there is to it. There, there's all sorts of, you know, uh, throwbacks and references to the the previous movies and specifically to Jay and Silent Bob uh, Strike Back. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a real, I don't know, I want to say maturity to it. Like okay. uh, the, the first half of the film is, you know, figuring out what they're going to do. They're, they're pissed because they, uh, they sign away the rights to Jay and Silent Bob, right. To, to Saban films, which is actually who produced this movie. <laughs> And so they're, they're furious and they're going to make their way to Hollywood, back to Hollywood to, uh, to go and stop the production of this movie. Okay. So this is like and, a similar thing from the first movie pretty much. Yeah. Wait, they go into, they're like, you know, what's the difference? What the hell's the difference between a reboot and a, and uh, what was it? It's a reboot and a, not a remix. A remake? Uh, a, a, reboot remake a remake. Yes, a, a reboot yeah. and a remake. And they kind of go into want to get into the, uh, the differences check. yeah it's so good wait what is okay. the difference uh, i'm gonna check that out a re- have, a i'm not gonna give you a reimagining a remake is is or is it the way around yeah a reboot is a reimagining of the of of the story and the they character. care about the story mm, okay yeah a, a they, remake they, is soulless a remake is where they take the same thing and they like do whatever the fuck they want kind of like resident evil, resident evil like resident evil 2 was a remake 
of well, it. Well, yeah, but the way that they explain it in the movie is a little bit different. Right. I don't know. I'm probably <laughs> it's, it's, they're, they're like a reboot. Ex- they care something. about it. <laughs> they care about the actual production value of it and care about the, the franchise where a remake is just a shameless ripoff where the executives can get paid. I don't think that's what it really is. But that's I the way that they explain it, though. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm not sure if that's actually <laughs> That's funny. No, it was, it, it was super, super well done. Um, you actually see um, just a host of cameos in it. Who you'd expect? Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who else is in it? Shannon Elizabeth. Uh, <laughs> the girl who played Justice. The previous one from the uh, yeah. and from um, yeah from the first movie. I want to say it's the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, what else did we watch? We've watched. I watched Midway the other day. If you haven't seen that. Midway. Um, okay, this is the one with the fight uh, for um, Battle uh, of Midway. Midway. Yeah, it's directed by Roland Emmerich, who directs all the big disaster movies, right? Um, Independence Day and whatnot. Um, Pearl Harbor, all that good stuff. I, I, I want to say that I wanted to like it more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like they took enough. I mean, I, I guess not enough chances with it. Like they didn't pour. I, I felt it was kind of soulless almost which kind of safe because, and didn't take any risks or anything or what like well, just, did you want like a love, you want a love story in there tj no i, I just <laughs> i know they, they just kind of go through the depiction of the the various battles out at sea and whatnot and what happened but they're mm-hmm. just it was almost just like Meh. pumping out th- these scenes and there wasn't enough <sighs> I don't know, not, not enough explanation behind it. I mean, okay. I get, everybody should know this because it was, you know, it's it's history. It's it's how America fought against Japan in World War II and whatnot. And we should have known, we should know all this stuff by now through history and and but, whatnot. Yeah, um, but if you're gonna make a movie about it, you got to flesh out a particular story of some sort. Like, I mean, like 1917, for instance, they took a particular story and placed it. I'm not sure. Was it based on a true story? I don't recall if it was or not. But they took yeah, a story. It's off of it's off of the director's grandfather's accounts. Okay, so so take that for instance. They took a a particular story and they focused in on that, set in the setting of that war. You know what I mean? So like with yeah. with the Midway situation, if they didn't take something like okay, even Pearl Harbor, I don't really care for that movie with Josh Hartnett and and, and uh, Ben Affleck or whatever. Um, but they focused it around a love story taking place during the, you know, the attack of Pearl Harbor, pretty much, you know, right. and, and the subsequent that was a good movie. love triangle between those three characters. It wasn't bad. It wasn't my favorite, but they focused a lot on that love story and stuff. Yeah. And there was some good, some good battles and stuff in there too. But my point is if Midway didn't take something like that to put it in there and they're making it more like in a documentary kind of thing, but it wasn't a documentary. It's like, you kind of lose something unless you're going to go one way or the other more like it's not like they played it safe in the middle and didn't really go anywhere on either side you know what i mean yeah. so, i don't know i, I mean i'm interested to see it though it i i would recommend seeing it just to see it um the special effects obviously are f- fantastic i mean they, they use a ton of cg obviously um but just i don't know maybe it was i watched it when i was super tired too maybe if i had another viewing of it mm-hmm. when i wasn't super tired i might enjoy it more I went to those um, dog fights, man. Those dog fights look look like they're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Some of the some of the actual aerial combat and stuff was really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the most of the, I mean, it's got a hell of a cast. Okay. Uh, uh, Woody Harrelson is in it. Um, Aaron Eckhart, um, Joe Jonas, um, 
Dennis Quaid. I mean, it's got some real heavy hitters in it. Uh, I just, like I said, I'll give it another watch maybe when I'm not so tired and um, hopefully I'll enjoy it a little bit more. But for what it was, I mean, if I were going to rate it, 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 three out of five, Mm. unfortunately. But um, other than that, I haven't been really, I've been dabbling a little bit uh, playing um, Metal Gear Solid 5 again. (laughs) Okay. Just because. I mean, why not? I I mean, I never finished that game, but it was, I was, I enjoyed it for what it was when I was playing it. Something else came along and I got, you know, something else. (laughs) What what do you you over there dropping stuff? (laughs) Drop my phone. Shit. That's all right. Drop my Uh, phone. Yeah, I got, I'm kind of bored a little bit of Dragon Ball right now. Um, I got through the first first couple chapters of Dragon Ball Kakarot, mm-hmm. and I'm to a spot where I'm on the planet Namek. I haven't even become Super Saiyan yet, and I'm just I'm I'm kind of stuck at a point fighting one of the the bad guys. I don't know. It's okay. Okay. Fair That's enough. about it. Yeah, Josie. What's you up? got anything, man? Any 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 movies, games, anything? We're just gonna lump it together today. Uh, keep it uh, real. I've been keep it real easy. Shadow, cash. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I've been playing that. Okay. And trying to fix my. Are you still jamming on that? Yeah, I was playing it before waiting for freaking Romano's call, but you know, lagged it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Also playing that new season pass for the call of duty um not playing much of it and forza horizon 4 there's a new there's a two gig uh, update for forza horizon so new cars for sure so i'm pretty geeked about that nice i haven't gone back to that yet um i definitely need to i mean because that game is just so good even when a, when, a, when a new game comes out, I'm, I'm just going to be hard to leave Horizon 4. I, and I hear that they're coming up with, some, with something, cooking up something new. Hopefully. It's be a new console. You have to, what, have what, been two years since, since 4 came out? 4 came out in 18, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was eight. I want to say it was 18. Yeah. It was 18, two years 18, ago. yeah. 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 Um, I haven't watched any shows. Fine. Yeah. I haven't, <laughs> yeah. Right. I haven't been watching any shows. Just... The one show I've been just playing in the background is that 70s show. It's a good show. <laughs> nice. You can't it's go fun. wrong with that, though. I mean, yeah, nice. Okay. Well, if you don't have nothing else, man, I'm just going to just run down the list of shit I've been doing. Like, we we binged watched um, Lock and Key on Netflix uh, like a weekend ago. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, that's the Netflix original that they adapted from like, um, from, I think it's from a, a book, um, a comic with book? the same name. No, is it a graphic novel maybe? Yeah. And it was really good because we, we went into it not really knowing what to expect because it kind of had like a little bit of a, a Harry Potter, um, the magician's vibe to it. If you watch it, if you know what the magician's is. So I would say more on the adult side of Harry Potter, like after like Prisoner of Azkaban going forward kind of stuff. So people were dying, can die and things like that. So basically the premise of the show is like this family, they, they have this house that's in their family name. And the house is like, apparently they start to discover how that the house has some kind of magic tendencies to it. And there's a bunch of keys that are scattered throughout the house. And each key has a different like magic ability. 
Um, so the little kid, he's like probably like maybe 10 or 11. And then he has two siblings that are teenagers and they, they've dealt with like some family trauma. Their father died and stuff. And so they, they moved from Seattle to the East coast. Um, and then they move into this ginormous house and just the three of them. And so all this kind of shit starts to, you know, unfold where the, the little kid starts to notice the stuff first and the keys will whisper to you and you find them in different things like paintings and shit. It's a lot of that whimsical stuff going on, but there's also a lot of adult stuff here too, because there's like, you know, some going, some murder stuff going on over here and some other things. So I, I would liken it to like some of the later Harry Potter movies where it's still all that magic and stuff and the cool shit like that, but there's some adult themes in there too. So mm-hmm. uh, I think there's 10 episodes. So, and they're about 45 to 55 minutes long or so. Um, it was really good. We, we couldn't stop watching. I think over the course of the weekend that we found it, I think we finished, we started on like a Friday night and finished it on like a Sunday afternoon. We just knocked it out pretty fast. Oh, wow. Yeah. You kind of hammered that, didn't you? Yeah. Well, Abby and I would be sitting there, uh, 10 of them. Yeah. Okay. About almost an hour long each, okay. but we were sitting in our hoodies and like you know, sweatpants and stuff. And I look at her like, we watched three of these and one more, you know, she's like, yeah, let me go get a drink. I'm like, cool. <laughs> He's not out like three or four at a time. It's like, <laughs> you know, nice. so, um, I did saw that, uh, watch that at home. And then we went, I took Gia, my wife and I took Gia to go see, uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, um, last uh, week. Okay. Okay. So Ryder went and seen it as well. Uh, Ryder is my now nine year old mm-hmm. and he gave it an absolute rave review. Ramondo, please. Is it decent? It is. I was okay. very pleasantly surprised. My <laughs> wife loved it. I enjoyed it a lot. Gia loved it. Um, but like, like, I mean, every video game movie that comes out, we, all of us gamers go into it like, mm, is it going to be good? Oh, it's good. And then we, most times we're disappointed, you know, because they don't stick to the right stuff, the right well, lore it, or whatever. Tell the right story. It did really well at the box office. It did. It's like I mean, it made over like like fifty some million dollars. Million in the first weekend or something like, like that. Or? They were not expecting it. Was well, it? It's I the mean, best it, it was, game of all time now, which is not a high bar to beat, but still, it's something, I guess. IGN gave because it a seven. Went, yeah. Yeah, I think so. They're usually pretty I, harsh. Yeah. I went the previous week and saw Birds of Prey. I haven't seen that. So it. You know, it's a rated R movie. Mm-hmm. Fantastic re- reviews on both uh, Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic and whatnot. But it it did piss poor, which I don't understand because well, it is it was a really good movie. I get it. Was here, a, it was a name. The title messed a lot of people up that aren't super hip on what Birds of Prey is. But we we all know right. it. A lot of people didn't know that it was a Harley Quinn movie. So for advertising purposes, toward the at once it came out and they realized what was happening, they changed the names. People, when they searched it, it's now called Harley Quinn, you know, colon birds of prey. So people could find it, but you know, I get it, but just goes to show that people don't know about that stuff as much as you think, I guess. Oh yeah. They, it's completely renamed <laughs> to Harley Quinn birds of prey. Yeah. yeah. That is hilarious. Yeah. Cause people couldn't mm-hmm. find it. They didn't know a lot of the people that are on the edges of being like, you know, this nerdy shit like we're into, they're on the the fringes of it. They didn't know that it was Harley Quinn. And had they put that in the name, a lot of people that aren't super well, in it. It did have that in the name. Um, yeah, because the full the title of it was, <laughs> it was Birds of Prey in the Fantabulous or, yeah, Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. It's a mouthful. It is. That's, Don't get me wrong. That's too long, though. I wouldn't watch that. 
Somebody, yeah. somebody well, that, who's not into that stuff is going to read half of that. And go, birds of prey, emancipation. Nah, I don't know what that is, and they don't even make it to Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Just off that shit and walk away. But you're missing the, out, bro. Come back. The, the nice thing of it is, is it, it's kind of redeemed itself in this the second weekend. It's not a huge. They say it's not a huge hit or a bomb. So that's right. that's good because I didn't want it to be a box office bomb. Margot Robbie is too fantastic in that role to, to for it to yeah. suffer. And, she's and perfect. Suck, so I can't picture anybody else. I can't picture anybody else playing that role at this point. I mean, she's she's solidified herself as as Harley Quinn from from now on until they reboot that at some point or change it up or something. Yeah, oh. absolutely. I mean, she's already oh. got another movie coming out. She's in the Suicide Squad or the yeah the Suicide Squad, yeah, the, the reboot of that. Yeah, there you go, Jose. <laughs> That's a reboot. There's your re, there's your retelling of there's your retelling of a of a of a, a soft reboot story. Is it okay? What? Soft. So it's not okay. a remake. Fair enough. <laughs> Anywho, Sonic Hedgehog was really good. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Um, Jim Carrey was a delight. I mean, he 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 went back to old school Jim Carrey, basically, like the way he was just. He had me laughing out loud just a couple different times where he would just like say or do something, and like he's reaming on his like his little his little cohorts, his little his men, his henchmen, and he's like giving them shit here and there when they can't catch Sonic and stuff. And he's, this is some of the stuff that came out of his mouth. was pretty funny. Um, Schwartzman, uh, it was a Schwartz, yeah. Schwartzman. Yeah. He did a yeah, good job with the voice. Sonic looked good in the CGI scenes when he's like, you know, doing his thing. Um, uh, who was the main guy who was with Sonic? Uh, he was also James, James Marsden. Yeah. Yeah. He did a great job. Everybody did a good job. It was, it was a fun movie and I left it feeling really good about video game movies. Like hopefully they can do some more of this stuff. And more importantly, I'm glad that they fixed the way that Sonic looked and the people that wanted him, them to fix it still went out and supported the movie. That's how it should be. You know what I mean? Yeah. They asked <laughs> yeah, for it, absolutely. they got it and then they went out and supported it. They didn't ask for them to change it and didn't, didn't go see it. So that was the, probably the, the biggest takeaway I would say from that movie and seeing it. It was really good. Know that awesome. the company that did the remake for Sonic, they closed out. Oh, really? Well, they didn't close them down. I th- they laid everybody off. Yeah. Everybody on the, the effects team. That yeah, sucks. I heard about yeah, that. That sucks. After all that, all yeah, that, that, that going that, on, they're like, get out. Right. Anytime that well, kind they had of to pay happens, for it. It's not, it's, it's not a good thing, man. It. it <laughs> And my heart goes out to those families when they lose jobs like that or the development team gets, you know, booted or whatever. Everybody gets laid off. It, it That sucks, man. It's never it's never a fun time to hear about that kind of thing. No, it's not. And it's. Uh, it just goes to show, but it, it goes to show you that. Even the outcry, there was a price. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was the price was these poor people's jobs. But yeah, hopefully they can find work in, in the industry with other companies and, and, and dev teams and stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. Good luck to everybody that lost their jobs on that stuff. Um, I watched the, All- the NBA All-Star game last night, which, OK, I know you guys aren't basketball fans. I texted TJ and he because I, I was talking about something else like, oh, yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be, be watching the All-Star game tonight. He messaged me back. Is that a thing? Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Like, you know, dude, fuck you, man. Okay. <laughs> I love basketball. I've loved basketball since I was like, you know, in, in elementary school, man. Um, it's yeah. one of my favorite sport to watch, my favorite sport to play. Um, and this all-star game, they changed up the format. I know I'm probably, you know, talking about the about the 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 technical aspects of a, something y'all don't give a shit about, but I'm gonna no. say on this soapbox for one second. It was Tell a really good fucking game. Okay. 
Um, so they changed the format up. So the last two years, it's been Team LeBron as a, as a captain versus Team Giannis. Uh, Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak. Mm-hmm. So they're the captains and they pluck players from either mm-hmm. division. Doesn't matter if it's Eastern Conference, Western Conference. They just mix them up and they grab the, you know, the best players. And it's kind of like, you know, schoolyard basketball. I'll take, I'll take Luka Doncic. Okay, I'll take uh, so-and-so and da-da-da. And so they, they have their team. And to honor Kobe and his daughter, Team Giannis wore number 24. Everybody wore number 24, but they had their names in the back, their own name. And then everybody on LeBron's team wore Gigi's number, which is number two. And then oh. they all have their names on the back, and you know, LeBron, whoever. And so each quarter, uh, whoever scored the most points in each quarter, they would start the, they would start the clock. There would be no shot clock at the end, but every quarter had a shot clock. I can't remember how that part went, but anyway. It was each quarter, it would start at zero and, and try to, you know, beat each other. And whoever won each quarter won $100,000 for, for that team's charity. So Team Giannis had a charity and then like Team LeBron had like a charity as well for like Chicago schools or something like that or whatever. And so one team got 100000 for that first quarter when, they, when Team Giannis won, then Team LeBron won the second one. And then the third quarter, they tied. And so that, number, that money just went over to whoever won the game overall. And so that part, that team got three hundred thousand at the end, and that last quarter they turned the shot clock off, um, and they have to like reach one hundred and fifty seven points, which is like both their combined totals from like the previous quarter or something like that. I can't remember how that part went, but they had to beat it, and they had no shot clock, and so they were actually playing hard. Where like normally in a in an all star game, this like. I'm not really playing defense against him. Let you do this cool dunk. I'm gonna come down the court and do it. Just chuck up a three and stuff. They were all actually playing really hard against each other and fouling and arguing fouls and shit. And I was like, "This is a oh, wow!" Like they were okay. getting mad at each other and stuff. So it this is good. what I was saying. It was then. really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's it, awesome. It forced them to he, like actually try, and so they instead of just you know fucking off at the end and just messing around, it was really good. And so like, Team LeBron ended up winning by like I want to say two points. Um, yeah, it was a super close game. I remember sitting there through the last like four to five minutes and Abby's like on the couch with her phone next to me. And I'm sitting here like, this is the best all-star game I've ever watched in like years. Like this by far, this format has to stay. So, <laughs> yeah, it was really do good. They, do they still do the stuff like on Saturday night where they have like the dunk contest and all that stuff? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Friday night is, is the, um, is the, uh, rookie game for all the rookies in the league to play, you know, Zion and all those guys played in that. And then Saturday night is like three point shootout skills challenge and the dunk contest. And then Saturday, Sunday night is the all-star game. Okay. Yeah. It was all pretty good stuff, man. Um, I, that, that was the point. That was the thing I always watched. I always loved watching the, the three point contest and the dunk contest, you know, growing up, we, you know, we had, we had the, all the, the real all-star I'm, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say the real all stars. They're the all all stars. What are they? You know what I mean? That's what you're talking about. Dominic Wilkins. And <laughs> what are you? What are you even saying? I can't even I'm, hear. I'm saying I'm old, man. Point. I'm 41. You cut out there for a second. What'd you say? <laughs> I said I'm old. I'm 41, man. It's like you had people like Dominic Wilkins and Michael yeah. Jordan and stuff uh, growing up. And that's the funny thing. I, I since I have YouTube TV, there's an NBA TV channel on there, and they are always showing like old, like before the the dunk contest like all day they were showing like the 1988 dunk contest with Jordan and Dominique and they showed the one with like you know Spud Webb and some other like really good ones and I sat and watched like a couple of them in a row I was like oh, oh yeah I remember watching this when I was a kid uh, but yeah that was good watch that last night um, 
Yeah. Um, the only other thing, oh, Gia made me, made me watch uh, 47 Meters Down Uncaged because she's like all about these sharks lately. <laughs> and I'm just like, he's like, should we let her watch it? I was like, well, it's a fucking shark movie. It's, it's, I don't, I think it's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. And was it fine? She, she enjoyed it. She was, she was, was laughing. Fine. <laughs> she was laughing here and there. And then, like, you know, but otherwise it got really like dark to it, like where people were getting snatched up by the shark. And she's just like, oh, you know, made us jump a couple of <laughs> times, but she enjoyed it. I was like, hey, as long as you know it's not real, you know, she, she's, yeah. it should be 10 in June. Yeah, sharks aren't real. It's, I mean, sharks are real, but the movie isn't real, you know. People oh. aren't really dying, she understands. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, man, I popped it up down the other, the other night just because I haven't been in there in a while. And, and yeah, they had some new games in there. They had WWE WrestleFest. Remember that oh, game? Oh, yeah. They were super that game was awesome. You know, like flipping each other and Big Boss Man comes mm-hmm. out. Doing the pump down the down the lane and everything, like some of that, and yeah, it was it was a good time, man. So, so I had a pretty full week this last week of shows and movies and games and stuff. As far yeah. as gaming, I mean, it's mostly been just Call of Duty. Uh, my buddy Michael, he started playing World War Z. So, if you guys are interested in that, it's like a Left for Dead clone, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have Game Pass, download that shit so we can play together. It's up to four player co op. Good stuff. Um, it's the one I was trying to tell you before, TJ, that you were trying to recommend to uh, to Jake. Yeah, but I was trying to you guys to get that one. Get it on Xbox and play with us. Have it on there. Um, Apex Legends Season Four started like a, two weeks ago. I want to say that's still rolling strong. I've I've been neglecting that game a little bit though, so I need to get back to that. One game that I do really want to um, tell people about, if you still haven't played it, it came out like three years ago. I want to say 2017 or something like that. Slay the Spire. Um, I didn't get on that game until recently because I kept putting it off and it kept going to the back burner. And that game is so good. It scratches an itch to play like a, a card-based dungeon crawler uh, roguelike. I think I'm hitting all the points. It's so fun, man. I, I really, I'm really enjoying it. It's just one of those games that's fun to just hop into uh, before I go to bed or something like that. Is run a few, try to make do a quick run and try to get through it. And a run can only take, can probably shouldn't take you longer than maybe like, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes to get through a run um, of one of the spires. It's really good. And it's in the Game Pass as well, if you have Xbox Game Pass. Uh, looks interesting. It's like a card game? Yeah, but it has RPG elements. So you can pick your, your path. It'll be like maybe three or four different paths at the bottom of the screen. And you start up and you can see like how many enemies you have to fight. And if there's like a a chest or something like that or a store along the way or a fire where you can like regain health or upgrade one of your cards in your pack or something like that. And you're basically doing an RPG style back and forth fight with the enemies. Mm-hmm. You can see how many, how much health they have and so on. And so your cards will pop up. It'd be like five or six cards. And then there will be some, some cards to do damage to the, to the enemy. There could be cards where you can like up your defense real quick, five points, because if, if you see above them, above their head, it might be a number like eight. So he's going to do eight damage to you when your turn, when his turn comes, you can take your card that has five shield, hit yourself with five shield. Now he would only do three damage to you if he were to hit you and you okay. get to do three cards per turn. So you can do like, I'm going to hit him with this card. It does seven damage. I'm going to hit him with this card. There's seven more damage. Now his health went down um, 14 and then I'm going to block so that I can take three, only three damage. Then my turn's over. His turn comes. He does what he does. Maybe he buffs himself and doesn't hit me at all. You'll know because the number won't be above his head. It'll be something else because he's going to do magic or buff himself. 
things like that. So you're doing an RPG battle, but with cards. And it sounds so like magic it's, to it's me. It's really fun. <laughs> kind of. And I never got into magic. So maybe I am describing magic and I just don't know it. So I'm sure somebody <laughs> will at me about it or something. But it's really you fun. I, I, wish you yourself. <laughs> I mean, should I? <laughs> <laughs> One might say, continue on and I shall. Um, I know you brought up this at, uh, in the um, the beginning there in the intro. Did you get a chance to play Bleeding Edge? I downloaded it, but yeah. I didn't have a chance to try it. I'm not a fan of it yet. I, I I'll try it when it comes out, since it'll be in the Game Pass anyway. Yeah. But I played the beta, and I wasn't a huge fan of it. It reminds me of um, Overwatch a little bit, but not as good. And that's that's really, <laughs> it's really, it's really reductive in my opinion. It's really reductive. I'm not trying to, to shit on it. Um, I only played it for maybe like an hour or so. I did the tutorial, and then I went through. And you really have to stick together, kind of like in Overwatch. And it's a four on four arena battle. Um, you have tanks, you have like your offensive characters and so on. And they're, they're really cool looking characters and really, really unique. I can see the depth in the game if you really get into it. But from the hour I played of it, hour and a half of it, it didn't capture, it didn't catch me. So I'll, I'll try it some more when, when the actual game drops or if they open another, another beta before that and try to get my hands on it a little longer and see what happens. But I'm going to reserve judgment for the most part, but from what I did play, I didn't grab me just yet. I'm, I'm not sure okay. how I feel about it for sure. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. And then just journey to the savage planet. I started playing that last week. Um, fun game. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Um, run around that planet and just trying to find like, it's so much like no man's sky, but you don't leave the planet ever. Really. It's like, okay, that's what I was wondering if, it's, if it was like that. It is. And, and you definitely see some of the, the similarities around the edges when you're playing it. Cause you got to like, I got to go and kill all these, these different creatures and document what they are before I kill them. Like you can scan them or whatever and scan plants. So you know what, what they are. And it documents it into like a port. It's like a, a diary kind of thing. So you can kind of like find all the foliage, all the different enemies and stuff. Um, and then things that you kill or plants that you like harvest, you get stuff from them, like, um, you know, different elements to fix your ship and stuff like that. I might say you need so much carbon and so much of this to fix this thing before you can take off and leave. But you don't go to another planet, though, necessarily. You're just stuck on this planet. At least that's where I'm at anyway. Um, there's boss fights. There's puzzles. You upgrade your gear. So at some point I'll get a like um, a jetpack so I can fly up and get to areas I can't reach. Things I can see up there like, oh, there's something up there. I can't get up there yet. You have to wait until you have the right stuff. Um, so there's some of that kind of thing going on too, where you got to like come back when you're upgraded and things like that. It's a lot okay. of fun. It's colorful. Um, has a good sense of humor in there. It reminds me some of the stuff that it says, uh, some of the humor reminds me of um, uh, outer worlds. Like when you're talking to the ship and the ship's kind of snarky and says like weird little weird stuff to you and stuff. There's some of that in there too. The humor. There's little commercials on your ship when you're looking at like videos and stuff of like live video of somebody like talking to you. Um, similar to uh, what was the one when you're shooting the powers and you're in that building? Uh, why am I drawing control? Similar to control. Oh. <laughs> shooting the powers. <laughs> oh my god! Like, what? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, oh wow! Dear, gonna... Every game, but you knew what I was talking about. <laughs> you were about to say. I saw your eyes. Anyway, yeah. Uh, that's it for me. That was a long list, so I try to go through them quickly. I'm always trying different stuff and putting my fingers in the pie of gaming. Yeah, I know you the like the finger pie? pies of gaming. Uh, you Speaking just, of gaming pies, 
What's in the oven for next? I have no idea. That's a bad <laughs> segue. transition. That's a great it's a, a bad segue. And let's go ahead and move forward and talk about news, I guess, and 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 move. <laughs> I, you ruined my segue. I had a good one, and all I keep thinking about is gaming pie. Uh, gaming pie. I guess we have our our title. Yeah, gaming, gaming pie. pie. All right. Should we go with go into yeah. some news? Yeah, please. All right. So apparently Xbox and Samsung have announced last week that they'd be teaming up for a premium cloud-based streaming service experience for your mobile device. Oh, wow. How exciting are you? Are you referring to Project <laughs> Xtreme? <laughs> oh, man. Is that what they're calling it? It's well, like, talking about bringing like the, the, the teaming up for this for, for mobile. They're going to be bringing, for you, Jose, they're bringing uh, Forza Street has been announced. For the mobile device as well, which is like crazy talk. I'm just gonna pull this up now. Um, yeah, they, they're talking. They're teaming up. Apparently, they had a, a press conference and everything about this. So, uh, what's happening with this? Like, I'm really confused by it. It was um, Samsung. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see anything about this? Yeah, they're um, talking about like streaming? like teaming up for for like cloud based. Yeah, right here they partnered up. Um, I'm gonna just put up some information about it, but still no crossplay. <laughs> Crossplay for for what exactly? What are you what are you looking for on that? What do you mean? Well, Xbox oh, kind of, so it's a game streaming service. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the yeah, yeah, yeah. So Samsung is launching its new Galaxy S twenty and Galaxy Z Flip smartphones um, recently, and so they're they're broadening that partnership by bringing in Microsoft to help out with that. Um, and it's likely gonna, it's going to involve XCloud appearing on Samsung devices in the future. I would assume. Um, okay. just the beginning, basically. I mean, they, they hadn't really talked about much more regarding it. I didn't watch all the press conference, but they did announce that Forza Street uh, would be on Galaxy devices. Um, I'm not sure if that's exclusive. I would assume exclusivity if they're partnering up. So I guess we'll have to keep our, our eyes on that going forward and see how that play, how that shakes out. But uh, does that excite you guys a little bit? Huh? Yes. Yeah. I have an Apple phone, so. <laughs> so do I. My yeah. phone is like so five work. years old. So I don't know. Damn it, Jose. So you- did you hear about I sent you guys something earlier in the week about the uh the Project X Cloud neck the streaming uh beta that was available for iOS devices finally? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember you seeing that in the in the thread in our group chat. So I had a chance to test that out this week. That, that's one thing I forgot to mention uh about what I was playing. So they had Microsoft announced that they would go ahead and enable iOS support in, in test flight for the, uh, the X streaming or X cloud, whatever, whatever the hell that they're calling it now. And so the only game that was available is halo, the master chief collection. Oh, so really? I went ahead and yeah, for right now, this is just, you know, okay. whatever it is. Uh, I gotta say, I'm pretty impressed with it. I've, I've tried, you know, some of these other streaming things. Um, this by far, uh, along with the new GeForce now, which is out, uh, is the best streaming that I've seen for gameplay. Um, there was like zero latency whatsoever with with Halo: The Master Chief Collection, and I was uh, granted I was just playing the story, but um, I went through and played part of the campaign from the original Halo as well as playing some of Halo Four because it's more graphic, you know, graphic graphic intensive because it was you know that was an Xbox late Xbox 360 game, wasn't it? Halo Four. Um. Was he? 
was that? Um, Halo Josie? Four. It was an Halo Four Xbox was one. Was it early? Halo Four was 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 that? 360? I thought it was late three sixty. I think you're right. Because Halo Five was the one that was on one. Oh yeah, yeah, was that yeah. yeah. Xbox yeah. three sixty. Yeah, Halo. Yeah, Halo yeah. Five was only on Xbox One. I gotta say, if I mean, I was going over. I was trying it both over Wi-Fi and over just my cell signal, and I could mm-hmm. not believe how good it was. Was it like, holy crap? And, and no uh, yeah, I mean, I I can see why everybody thinks Stadia is a piece of shit <laughs> compared to this. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I wouldn't write. I, mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily write Google off on this either. I mean, they have unlimited amounts of money to toss at this thing, and just sucks that they got out of the gate with such a, I don't know, just a a, a shitty ass launch. Just to, for just just it was to a terrible it, launch. Just to call it what it is. It came out half baked. It seemed like the, it, things weren't implemented and ready to go. They definitely should have kept it under wraps a little longer, but maybe they felt they had to get it out before that quarter was over or something. I don't know what the hell their their rationale was for that, but it definitely yeah. came out really undercooked and and not good. And if you were an early adopter on that shit, I'm so sorry because that was a hundred hundred and thirty bucks for a Chrome for a, what a Chromecast. I was like this close to doing yeah. it too. Were you? <laughs> oh wow! Oh yeah! Because you know, all yeah, you were gonna get was a Chromecast and like what a Google Stadia controller or something like that together, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, it was the Chromecast Ultra that okay. paired with their, their controller or whatever. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, it, that thing was. I think it was a little half baked. I think they they took it out of the oven too soon, and mm-hmm. it shows. Yeah, yeah. Not mention the fact you had to like buy your own games and still pay for the service on top of that just to have the right to buy your own games that have already most of them have already been out and you have them on your xbox or playstation already yeah easy part now so. here's here's the other thing that uh that was that came out last week it was the geforce now experience okay so in, nvidia has their own service just like those right that have the, the streaming service mm-hmm. but you pay like there's a it's five dollars right now for the founders and it's you get 90 days of this thing for free and what it does is it actually links up with other accounts. So you're still streaming, but you're streaming games that you already own. It's what Google should have done. So like I say, I was playing um, uh, Batman Arkham Origins, right? I own that in Steam. So you, you link this thing up with your Steam account and then play it through either like if you have a NVIDIA Shield or, you know, you, you can put there's an app for your phone or on your computer, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're playing these for games streaming from their their actual cloud service. And it's just like Xtreme. I mean, the future is here. The, the I was playing Bioshock, uh, the you know, the high res one, the remaster that they made a couple right. of years ago. Sure. There was it's just like just like with Halo. There was zero lag. Huh. I mean zero. And it was it was coming through it's full 1080p, 30 frames. It wasn't quite 60, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It, you know, depends on, on the game. Still, though, I mean, out of the box is working the way it's supposed to. I mean, it was I'm, amazing. It makes me excited to try that stuff. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, I, it, the direction of the future. And I know a lot of people were taking like, um, God, what did what did uh, the Microsoft what Microsoft CEO? Um, ah, no, not CEO, but Phil Spencer was talking, uh, was being interviewed about that stuff. And he was saying how. Nintendo and Sony weren't his real competitors this coming gen- console generation because he's more focused on like Amazon and Google because they're they're doing more cloud based stuff. 
and they yeah. feel cloud-based gaming is going to be the future as far as that goes. And he wasn't knocking them. I know a lot of people read those quotes or a lot of news sources took those quotes and like ran with them and like, uh, he's, he's telling us that Sony and Nintendo aren't competitors. What are you talking about? It's like, if you read the whole article or watched the whole interview, he didn't say that. He was saying that, you know, they are competitors, but neither of them are as advanced and going as far as Microsoft has already gone and put as much money into cloud-based gaming as they have. Therefore, they're not really some that they're looking at right now, looking more at Google and Amazon because they have a better infrastructure in place already for cloud-based gaming. So they are the competitors that they want to look at a little bit more. Well, and if you stop and think, um, you know, a lot of this comes back to when the original Xbox One launched because uh, they were touting the power of the cloud back then, you know, with Titanfall and Mm -hmm. how that was going to help with that game. And, um, you know, so they've, this isn't something that they've been just starting to get into. Right. Microsoft knows what they're doing. I mean, not just in the gaming space. I mean, outside of gaming, when you look at stuff like people in the workplace or in the workforce, you know, everything is moved from what you have on your computer up to the cloud with like Office 365 or using virtual servers and everything for, you know, SQL servers and stuff and work. Right. Agreed. I think I think Microsoft. I think they're going to come out on top when it comes to this cloud stuff. I really do. I think the technology that they have, yeah, and, and that they're working with is absolutely fantastic. Well, well, they're definitely ahead of the the head of the game as far as it goes. I mean, like he like Phil Spencer said, they've already put in tens of millions of dollars, or was it tens of billions? I don't remember what the fuck what the, what the quote was, but they put a shit ton of money already. So. Well, look around. Look at look at just like here. I mean, we have a data center that's in West Des Moines. Right. The more data centers you put up, the the, the less latency that you're going to have for this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the hell a Google uh, data center is. Right? Do you? I I have no idea. I mean, it could be it could be nearby. I wouldn't fucking know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Um, uh, it, I don't know. They, they, they probably me. do have one there, but whatever. Yeah. And, and when, and, and as we've always said on these, you know, things about when it comes to stuff like this, where two companies are, or more than one company are kind of like button heads about this or that, um, the gamers, uh, us consumers, we are usually the ones that win because that's going to force Sony to go, okay, we got to get our cloud-based shit on point, which if you keep on remember this, remember what happened. Sony is actually going to be using Microsoft for part of their cloud-based gaming. They had a partnership, a small one, a, lo- a while back too. Remember uh, it was like middle of last year, early last year, that would announce that Sony and Microsoft would be working together so that Sony could use some of Microsoft's infrastructure. Yeah. Uh, it's like, so, I mean, think about that kind of stuff. I mean, some of the things that are happening right now between Microsoft and Sony and Microsoft and like, and like Nintendo and so on, it's like, this shit would be unheard oh. of like 15 years ago. I, uh, <laughs> I looked up their data yeah. centers. They actually have one in Council Bluffs. So, See? Well, yeah. I, mean, wh- I mean, it's not close. I- I, but, well, but data wise for us, yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. is. I mean, I think we'll, we, being in Iowa, luckily, we kind of have the best of both worlds because we have data centers that are mm-hmm. so close to us. Right. And so we may not experience some of that stuff. Like if you're in the middle of Nebraska or in Montana, I want, yeah. I want to start streaming <laughs> my games in Montana. Oh man, yeah, or, it's, it's true. You know, the we're, southernmost we're, part of Canada, right? Yeah, it's crazy though. But um, yeah, the Xbox, Samsung stuff. Keep an eye on that stuff. 
it, it sounds like it's mostly going to be mobile oriented stuff. So it's, I mean, exciting if you like playing on your phone a lot or if you're just on the go and you want to, you know, pull out your phone and play some Forza, I guess. Um, it won't be as, as robust as Forza would be on your console, obviously, but um, you'll be able to do some races and stuff with some more simplistic controls and all that stuff. So I don't know, keep an eye out for that thing, for that stuff. And um, we'll see how that plays out. The other thing I had, uh, I had a couple more things on Disney has finally come around on allowing on allowing their IPs to be used by developers. Um, that that will include Pixar, Marvel, um, all their properties they own. Apparently, they are empowering de- developers to to do so going forward, and, and you know, and look to using their IPs now. I know in the past they've been really weird about that stuff. They were super super protective of their of their IPs. I think I want to say it was like what. Um, what Kingdom Hearts one? You only had Mickey in like a handful, like in very, very little scenes. Maybe even like just a couple of scenes because they were just so hands-on, like protective of it. But going forward, I guess they're opening their doors and saying, "Hey, if you want to use some of our IPs, uh, we're we're open to it." And they're like, you know, egging it on and 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 like, oh, good. So we now, we so. can back we can have back another heyday of the. Uh, the what was it the mid 90s um <laughs> movie cashing games that all suck shit no i don't want yeah. that fantastic so excited well i just hope they don't just start tossing it out to anybody like give me give us a good pitch you know what i mean and let us know what you're gonna do with it. i mean i'm sure they'll be protective to some degree it's still disney but it's nice that they're actually openly saying like hey developers come to us with an idea we're happy to let you use our ips if you got something compelling to show us let, let, we're, well, like the last game oh. i really remember that was fairly decent like that was uh epic mickey do you remember th- those games no. yeah yeah i'm the sega genesis dude uh, i remember playing the hell out of that no no that you're thinking of mickey in the castle of illusions epic mickey was on the wii ah okay yeah yeah yeah. okay you were like using the brush or whatever yeah Th- that, those games were pretty they were fairly good i mean but um nothing's gonna come close to aladdin back on like the genesis right or or the lion king those games were fantastic together now they have a pack uh, yeah there's a pack master of those can i uh, have ducktales again oh wait they already, they remade that too <laughs> i tried playing that the other day. it's funny you bring that up because there somebody on it was something i was a podcast i listened to in the car and abby happened to get in the car with me and i already had the podcast on and the uh, a little music sound uh like like a 10 second i want to say it was game scoop was playing it um mm-hmm. between like them talking about something and i go oh nice ducktales and she goes what and i go ducktales it was it was the the level with the moon when you're on the moon i think oh yeah yeah yeah. and she was like what how do you know that is, that's not ducktales like it's ducktales the game for nintendo and she's like what so I'm like, hold on we sat in the driveway and i pulled up on my phone <laughs> and i played it she goes how do you know that kind of shit i was like it's that useless knowledge that we, i was talking about like if i can take a few points out of that shit and put it in my height like i said before i'm all good for this okay i haven't yeah. That bullshit in my head <laughs> your useless knowledge bucket <laughs> take yeah. some out of it give me some more height i'll take six one please thank you <laughs> i'm only a mere five eight five nine right in there five eight what other stories you got anywho uh last thing i had was just mark <laughs> hamill will be voicing skeletor i think you post this therapy site uh on the, on the yeah. Facebook page about this mark hamill will be voicing skeletor in the netflix animated series masters of the <laughs> universe Re- revelations um, oh, it's got a hell of a cast. Yeah, Chris Wood is going to have um, Helm uh, He Man slash Adam, and then you also have Sarah Michelle Geller as Tila. I mean, the list was like it was like fifteen different voice actors on there. Some of them were were big names, some of them not so big. But I mean, still, it's it's an awesome cast of characters, and it's going to be really cool 
didn't bring back He-Man for those of them that grew up with that stuff. Um, more fanfare and Mark Hamill is an awesome voice actor. So we get some, some top tier talent on it. I'm oh, excited. Yeah. And it's directed by Kevin Smith. I mean, come on. I didn't know about that part. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll take it. Why the hell not? Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, do we have time for an email question or two? Do you, what do you guys think? I got, I got one shout out real quick. Yeah, go for it. I'm gonna pull this email question up tomorrow. Tomorrow is the Bayonetta Vanquished 10th anniversary bundle. Oh yeah. Okay. I releases tomorrow. Uh, I'm kind of excited for that because I, I didn't really get into Bay- Bayonetta so much, but Vanquish, I love Vanquish. The game was amazing. It looked so good back in the day. I think I played a ton of Vanquish. I mean, that was another one of those um, uh, platinum games, right? Wasn't yeah. it made by platinum? Same same devs that made. Okay, yeah. I don't yep. think I got too deep into Vanquish. Uh, I think that one. I think I, that one just missed me for some reason. I'm not sure why. I'll that I'll be talking about it next week yeah. because I'm gonna. I'm sure gonna download it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can I can see that happening for sure. Uh, okay, so let's see here. We got a couple of questions here that have been in the bucket for a little bit. Let's go ahead and bring, bring these out. Uh, okay, here's one here. Um, so you have a AAA budget and the green light to turn any franchise or IP into a video game. What IP or property would you turn into a game? And what kind of game would you make it? Or would it be? That's from Shane. Thanks, Shane. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, man. Uh, I myself, they've already done it though, but they were oh, they did yours already. They were okay games. Yeah. I would, I would make, I would take Evil Dead and try to make that it into. But I don't know what kind of. I, when they, they they haven't done that before, have they? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't remember. I, it was it was all like PS2 and early Xbox era. Oh, when they games. Like, PS2 had like a shit ton of games out. You yeah, could play it all. The, the original one was like a Resident Evil clone. Mm-hmm. And then they had one that was using the state of emergency engine. So it was kind of like open worldish, uh, which was the best one. I think that one was Hail to the King. Mm-hmm. Um but just I don't know. I want something that's action oriented, so maybe something that's in not not bayonetta style, but uh, I think like maybe something in like Astral Chain in that style of game, or okay. because uh, I've come a long way on Astral Chain, so that game is way more than I I thought it was. So um, yeah, Evil Dead. I love Evil Dead. That's gonna be Just, your final answer. That's my final answer. I love Evil Dead. Pow splash. Nice. Josie, what's up? You got one. Um, you know you got one in the chain. The Fast and the Furious franchise. They're making already no, a piece of better crap. one. A better one. <laughs> a better, yeah, a that better piece one. of shit okay. is gonna come out. <laughs> you would pick a car movie, but I don't blame you. I mean shit. It, it has everything. Yeah. Cars, yeah. guns, explosions. You're right. Dead, Heist. dead people right. coming back to life. Um <sighs> don't talk about it. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's probably that's probably one of the best ones that we hear pretty regularly as far as like what you would you would make you know if you can turn it into a game it's ripe for it it's dude perfect. i mean you, you 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 named off all this stuff i mean it has great characters uh i mean those stories get ridiculous anyway what better way to tell them than in video game form you know if you get the right person making the right dev team doing yeah. it yeah that'd be legit it's called grand theft auto I like where your head 
<laughs> call it Grand Theft Auto. I don't know if you can do that. <laughs> I don't think Rockstar is allowing you to do that stuff. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's my idea. You're trying to get sued. Okay, that's your pick. I'm going to go John Wick. And uh, I wish that, I mean, I don't know if I want it to be open world or not, but I would definitely love a John Wick game where you could do some of the action stuff. Do you guys remember the game? Um, God, what was it? I'm trying to think of the name of it. Had had one of the uh, premier uh, Asian action stars in it. Uh, it was like dude, the guy that did Hard Boiled. Remember the remember him? Oh yeah, Stranglehold. Game Stranglehold. It was. I love that game. Something kind of like Stranglehold, but but much more like modern for 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 now on new gen systems with amazing graphics. But I want that hand to hand combat. Not yeah. I want it to be like a an evolution of like that Batman fighting system a little bit, but way more fluid and not him flying across the screen to kick somebody in the face, but something like that where you can like parry and stuff and like do some hand-to-hand combat and some gunplay. Something like Max awesome. combined it with. Kind of, but not slowed down stuff yeah. though, but some, kind of maybe, you know. Yeah. Or you guys- what if you combined it with like uh, into the uh, the Fox engine for Metal Gear Solid Five? Ooh, okay. You got my... <laughs> because there's, there's, there's hand-to-hand combat in that and the, the gunplay in that game is fantastic, so... It would just be awesome to like just go like a single player game. You're going yeah. through these areas and stuff like like John Wick and it's like, Mr. Wick, you have to get to the to the, you know, the continental. And yeah, you got to go through these levels to get there and shit. And you got to fight these guys and these gangs and shit. They're all trying to kill you and cars are run up and hitting you in the legs and shit. And like, just like this, like the movie, but make it a game. Yeah. Make it like sleeping dogs. You can sleeping use the environment sleeping. like, you know, I'm in the barn. I'm gonna slap this horse on the on the ass and make it kick this guy in the face. You know, <laughs> shit like that. It'll be, be awesome, dude. Um, Hell yeah. My other choice would be Jaws, and this is why. I think you could take that game and have it be really like moody and like a horror action game where you're out in the ocean and you're trying to like hunt down Jaws, or it's trying to hunt you down and you're trying to survive. And there are times where you got to get out of the boat because the boat like. Uh, the the propeller is stuck with the seaweed. I got to get out of the water and just in like, okay, liken it. Yeah. Liken it to alien uh, isolation, but Jaws and out in the ocean. Boom. Yeah. Game. Like, okay. Okay. That. And you're sure. because you can't really fight back. You just got to kind of like pick your spots when you're going to do certain things. And the game will randomly just throw shit at you and to fuck up your boat ride or whatever you're trying to do. Uh, where you gotta repair stuff and you gotta kind of look around under the water to see if he's coming around and you hear the music and you know he's getting close. You gotta hurt him, like, hurry up, man. <laughs> and then the final brown. <laughs> and you can work together. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. That's my final. Do you, do you remember Kroll? Kroll. Kroll. It I was like, the name. I don't remember the game, though. It was, well, no, well, they made a game that was like on Atari, but Kroll was a 80s fantasy adventure game where. The one guy, the chosen one guy, has to get the, a glaive, and he throws this glaive at the very end. Uh huh. You, you know what a glaive is, right? Yeah. It's like a five side star thing that he can throw. It's like yeah. kind of like a boomerang. Okay. Yeah. Kind of. Um, it it was featured in a game called Dark Sector. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever played that. It was a PS3 game. It originally it was like supposed to be the next gen game that was going to be amazing and okay. I don't know, but anyway, Crawl would be a really good one because you could have this fantasy adventure. Um, kind of open world it a little bit, but mm-hmm. have this this amazing combat with 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 the glaive. I don't know. Boom! I like glaives. They're like okay. boomerangs. Hey, with now, now we know a little more about you and your fascination with glaives. Hmm. Ivy boomerangs. <laughs> Check the box. <laughs> Check the box. Uh, 
Um, let's do one more question and then we'll wrap it up here. Um, what's your biggest pet peeve in video games? Um, Shane says, not Shane, excuse me, Seth says for him, uh, it's fetch quests. He fucking hates them. <laughs> yeah. I was, Seth, yeah. I can agree with that. I will 100% back that choice. I hate fetch quests. Yeah. Just, I, 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 go get your own damn water. I, why do the well's right there? Just go yeah. get it. Or companion fetch, companion fetch quests. Okay. Even They're, worse because you got to like do those to like build up your rapport with your companion because they want you like, oh, I need to close out this storyline. Oh. I, I, I hate my father. I need you to go murder him. Hey, you're doing <laughs> okay. not fair. What's the other one? Not fetch quest, but uh, um, where you have to lead them somewhere. Just a companion quest. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you talking about um the, the you know quest where you have to like make sure they don't die along the way? Yes, they're stupid. Protect them. Uh, what do they call? Assassin's Ah, uh, what the hell are those called? I don't know. The protection quest, I guess. I don't know. Sound Follow cool. the leader quest. <laughs> protection quest. Stupid. I hate it. They always end up dying. Stupidest uh, thing ever. Um, yeah. Uh, Why don't you run, dude? Oh, man. No, just decide to attack as well. I gotta jot that down. Protection quests. Protection quests. <laughs> That's not what it called. is. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what the most annoying is. I, I hmm, cause that's a, that's a good one, Seth. Um, if I can be quite honest with you. I'm not for sure what my, what the worst one would be. I'm sure as soon as I go back to playing or doing something, I'm going to realize, um, my biggest pet peeve in video, I would probably say bad, bad checkpoints. Yeah. I can ruin a good time. If a game doesn't have good checkpoints yeah. Yeah. and especially if it's, if it's a difficult game and I have to do like a whole section over again, it's going to wear me down to the point where I, I'm going to not want to finish that game because it doesn't respect my time. And if you put those checkpoints too far apart, it just feels like, what the, what the fuck's the point? Okay, come on. You know, but I would probably say that bad, bad checkpoints or bad spawns if you're playing a multiplayer game. You know? Spawn points. Yeah, bad spawn points, respawn like points. shipment in Call of Duty? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, that whole map is a bad <laughs> respawn point. Oh, that's just funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go yeah, with that. Nothing like getting, getting spawned into a hornet's nest. My favorite. <laughs> yeah, it happens a lot. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, that, what more can you do, you know? Yeah, I'd say the first one I said. Um, final answer. There it is. Yeah. Jose? Well, I'm just going to agree with all of you. All that shit is crap for me. It ruins gameplay for everything. (laughs) (laughs) I just agree. I default. Fine. Good to hear first, folks. Hot take from Jose. I agree with everything you guys just said. (laughs) (laughs) For for the last five minutes, everything else was crap. Fair enough. uh, Jose? (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's just... Good. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's just bad. It's just bad. Put that on the back of the box. Just, <laughs> it's just bad. Doing air quotes and then it's like Jose. Life finds a way. <laughs> Glitch therapy. Oh, there it is. There um, you have it. On that note, <laughs> we're going to find a way to bad boy down and, and wrap it up. 
Um, in closing, hit us up, glitchtherapy at gmail.com if you want to reach out to the show and uh, fire off a question to us or if you have uh, concerns or you just want to let us know we're doing a good job or give us your opinion, hit us up. Happy to, to take a look at those and read your question on the show. Um, if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash glitchtherapy. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show or make a one-time donation. So thank you so much in advance for any support you choose to do. We really, really appreciate it. Um, more importantly than anything else, I would say, please subscribe, rate, and review. At the very least, tell a friend. If you have not done that as of yet, and you've been doing this for, what, three years now? Three years? Come on, people. Three years, man. We started January 2017, baby. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm glad you were here. <laughs> 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 He's like, I, was I awake for all those? Did I, was I there? Uh, was I? Uh, if you haven't done that yet, at least told a friend, subscribe, rated reviews. Take just a moment of your time. What do we say? What do we? What do we say, Jose? Shame on you! <laughs> Thank you. I was just preparing myself for the shame part. I just <laughs> yeah, it's about Jesus. Um, please follow the podcast at Glitch Therapy on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um. And Twitch as well. PJ's been, been hooking us up on that. I definitely need to join him on some games on that. Uh, nice, sir. Yeah, buddy. And last but not least, folks, social media. One wing nut. Yeah, lead us off there, fella. Well, that's exactly where you can follow me. Wow. Follow me on PlayStation or Instagram. Uh, I'm at one wing nut. If you want to jam with me, um, check out the Twitch channel, Glitch Therapy. And uh, that's about it. That's cool. About it. Josie? Um, Instagram, I'm HipsterMade, Xbox, PS4, it's your senpai. Holy shit. I did it. Boom. I did. did he actually get through it and actually say it right? So we're, we're not sitting here looking at him and his picture is kind of frozen. Yeah, my so, picture's been frozen for uh, a while. Yeah, I wasn't going <laughs> to say anything, but I mean, I thought it's probably bringing you some joy that we can't see you, so we can't stare into your eyes. I'm giving you a thumbs up right now, and, okay? Not, I think it's the middle finger more than likely, but you know, <laughs> hey, I'm used to it. <laughs> and Ramondo, where can uh, we find you, sir? Yes, thank you, my good man. Uh, at the Mondolorian, that's the underscore Mondolorian on Instagram and Twitter. Hit me up. Uh, at me if you need to about the show. You know, I'm I'm around. Uh, if you want to jam, uh, hit me up on PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, and Nintendo Online. The name is Dirty Dimes. Um, last but not least, be sure to slide over and check out our buddy Jay Ray's Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash epicsperience, and follow his channel on Instagram at ttv.epicsperience. Um, otherwise, uh, that's our show for this week, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hopefully the sound came through okay. We're trying some new stuff here, so bear with us uh, going forward. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Glitch Therapy. And I hope you guys all have a juicy gaming week. Game on. Game on. Game on. Game on.